um, so when do I grow up? At what age do I grow up? Uh, you know, and uh, put those big boy pants on. But never, never. Yeah, I'm still wearing shorts, and it's hot here. I'm wearing shorts too. Yeah, jeez, the heat wave again, and the forest fire smoke. We got forest fire smoke mm-hmm. now in Vancouver, so we can't open any windows to cool off. And excellent. Yeah, if you don't have the smoke now, you'll have it soon. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can keep it i promise oh uh, yeah it's no good no bueno um yeah how are you doing i'm doing i don't know i'm running in a hundred different directions apparently i'm giving a workshop at this conference is coming up yeah mm. that's low stakes i mean you got to make sure it works i guess or i just have something. to make sure it works yeah <laughs> <laughs> well there's the first problem yeah uh, I don't know. I've done the uh, the Docker setup before, and that's what one of the things that attracted me mostly to like the fleet sort of quick setup in Docker. It was just like, oh yeah, run it in Docker. Oh, run this to, uh, and you got all of these test devices. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and that example is okay. I want uh, what I'm hoping for out of this workshop is more an actual usable. Yeah. Yeah. Instance. I like that. Yeah. Something that would be nice is, uh, is and and I've been complaining about this since uh, OSX server 10.6, but yeah, something that makes the certificates you know, <laughs> just go away. Uh, like, uh, yeah, like a let's encrypt version so that we could just let's encrypt and run it and um, set it. I'm tr- and um, perhaps, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of that exists. The wrappers that basically act as a front end to secure the, the outbound communication. Um, and that's actually what this is set up um, to have uh, this demo. But, cool, cool. So you don't have to worry about getting certificates and all that nonsense in place. But the minute you flip the switch for MDM, you know, stuff goes sideways. Because <laughs> yeah. now, you're, now you're dealing with Apple. And Apple has rules. Yeah. Working on getting some Mac minis for the potential use of the workshops if we want uh, for Mac Stadium. They're not an official sponsor, but they're always there to help. So, yeah. But I assume we'll be running stuff on our own computers, most likely. Um, also, a last minute entry to the workshops. Uh, Chris is going to drop by the workshops and give it like a little demo of the Teradici, the HP Anywhere, the remote solution. So, oh, nice. I thought that would be a good place to, you know show a few things they have a really cool new collaboration feature where people can like share the session and everything and um but i really like it because i've been using it in uh, with final cut it's just like a remote they have a built-in audio server into it so i mean i can screen share you know and tunnel vnc through ssh but uh watching video and audio with low latency uh over a remote connection is not easy and so no. they do it they do it really well um that's why i think they've been popular with vfx uh, visual effects houses and uh, i'm trying to get them more into post-production so um, yeah it allows you to have people remote but also keep all the storage centrally located and managed and shared and backed up and <laughs> all the things yeah <laughs> i love the cloud but if you're going to put stuff in cloud buckets and cloud places in cloud storage, now you've got places, more places to, to, to look for stuff and find stuff and sort for duplicates. Um, but yeah, that's, that's an issue. And um, on that front, I invited a friend of mine uh, 
that wrote this cool uh, data analytics platform that sort of solves that problem called Data Intel. And I'm looking forward for him to, to come and talk to people and show people what he's done too, because he wrote this really cool tool that I'm starting to look at. Because basically it's like studies all storage you use and all your files and tells you where you're not touching your files, but they just sit there or where you have duplicates or everything. Or for me, it plugs in the P5 archive. So it looks at your archives, all your stuff in tape archives or anywhere, archive cloud, whatever, and tells you, oh yeah, you've got this in five places and in your archive, you can delete it if you want, or you can just send it to the archive and then delete it if you want. So nice. Like I was like, oh my goodness. I felt really upset when I saw it because I was like, I wanted to write that, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that you did because I don't have to write that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when someone does something perfect and awesome, and this is that magical time in Mac DevOps planning time where all the crazy ideas have to get distilled into what, what can we do? Uh, it's a conference. It's going to happen live. What can we actually right. do? What can we actually accomplish? Speaking of which, I'm glad we called this uh, Mac DevOps planning meeting, uh, JD, because I have something <laughs> to ask you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm glad that we regularly scheduled and uh, mm-hmm. adhere to that schedule. Um, okay. I think Joel, Joel is here. You've made it. Hello. Hey, uh, we can hear you. Hello, hello. I'm excited. It's just a couple of weeks away, right? <laughs> I think we're like more like a week away now. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't think my flight's until what, the 20th? We're, it's like two weeks. I think podcast time, we'll just say, it's happening right now. Oh my it's goodness, I hope you you're there. Get down to the, uh, the university right now. If you're listening to this, you should be at SFU Harbor Center downtown in Vancouver, Canada. And the show is starting. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only use the front. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software products inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps podcast. Thanks for uh, joining us on the Mac DevOps podcast, uh, Joel, um, aka Mac Troll. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I had a, a complete uh, session already figured out for next uh, for for today at the at the conference, um, and and then you know uh, WWDC happened, and so now maybe I'll go uh, uh, do a few different things for demos. Uh, did did they upturn your Apple cart, so to speak? Uh, no, actually, uh, giving me more options to do some stuff. Um, oh, okay. the, the whole session is on how you kind of build services and, and do locally on your desktop, but have them exposed to the internet and be able to connect to it and things like that. Um, yeah, there's this new service relays thing, which some corps will never do, but sounds interesting, but I don't know. Yeah, and I, I actually hadn't even gone that far. Um, now I'm thinking I could run like a, a local MDM service. Uh, on your Mac, especially if you're doing some of the testing for the new declarative uh, device management piece. So, Interesting. I think that could be a, a real, um, there's a little bit of chatter on the Mac admin Slack today about uh, folks doing more with micro MDM and nano MDM. Uh, Cause they yeah. plug into something from Mr. Peterson, uh, MF EDM. 
um, which is his uh, experimental uh, declarative device management service. Um, that can- what was that? Who, Peterson? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I think it'd be good. I think a lot of people are going to be asking a lot of questions about declarative device management, what you can do. I think it's going to be a bit before all the commercial MDMs you know, put all that in there, specifically because some of these things are very much specific to Sonoma. And so not a lot of them are going to with it before then. I, I did like the fact that they, they set it up so that you can take over existing profiles instead of having to completely unenroll and then re-enroll a device, yeah. which would be a hard, hard no for most Mac admins. Absolutely. And, MDM is dead. Long live declarative MDM. <laughs> well, and all the new hotness with the managed Apple IDs and things like that, all of that requires declarative device management. Um, so yeah. If you want to manage pass keys, if you have control over your managed Apple IDs, all of that comes from... When, when Apple says manage, do they really mean manage? I mean, we know what Apple means when they say manage. I mean... Do they really mean manage like we want to manage like control and sort of box in and Historically, you know the guardrails and no. <laughs> <laughs> um you know I've got a a lab that I'm attending here in a little bit um that uh, that I'll ask some of those questions to see if we can answers um I think there's more in this release than most people were expecting that may be a testament to low expectations <laughs> yeah, set, and then you'll never the bar low and uh, over right? yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and if if that's the case, um, you know, maybe it worked. Um I think there was some good um some good things that are be coming up there. Uh, and I'm excited, looking forward to that. I mean, did they mention managing apps and uninstalling apps? Like, wow, like you know, I can hear Greg's voice in my head, you know, is monkey dead when we have another year, you know, we've had a couple of good years and we'll probably have many more years, but Apple is maybe, you know, getting into the space, not quite configuration management, but, you know, I mean, we used to have all those debates in the old days about puppet chef, Mm -hmm. you know, Ansible, whatever salts. And that was a nice little side note there that, that they were, you have the ability to push a package that only installs a single app in applications was just kind yeah, of like a little nugget in. there. Uh, yeah. that. As someone yeah. who's written multiple login windows for the Mac, you know, I've been asked numerous times, the new platform SSO stuff, take care of all of it. Um, the answer is maybe <laughs> <laughs> there's still very little documentation on a lot of these things, which is the other part, right? This happens almost every WWDC, yeah. right? There's the announcements. People go bananas because some of them are good, right? There's some some real good stuff in there. And then you get around to reading the documentation or seeing the actual implementation in person or in reality. This gets back, I think, Matt, where you were going. Uh, is management really the management we're thinking it is? That's when you begin to understand that Apple has a different view of some of these terms mean. <laughs> But hopefully they're providing the tools to some people. I know Tim Tim Perfit had said, "Oh yeah, well this will help, you know." And he'll build some apps that you know. I mean, it gives 
tinkerers like Tim and, and yourself uh, room to move and build on what they're providing. Hopefully they're, building, they're giving you the building block. So I think that was good. I'm very excited about a lot of the changes to Swift. Um, there was some really cool stuff in Swift that's come out that's going to make things just a little bit. The macros are pretty slick. Macros are very slick. Um, and I think those will go a long way to um, making make stuff work better and faster. Um, we may even use some of them at the hackathon. Um, you know, I got, I got a, a the hackathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're back in person. Yeah, hey. I've, yeah. I've already got nah. a project. Um, and uh, I've I've talked to the project maintainer, and he he got very excited about that. Now I now I appreciate it. Nice. Well, I'm ordering well, food as the official room damn, booker and let's, food let's go. <laughs> like picker, <laughs> making sure this food and, and food and drinks will be uh, served, you know, for the evening and uh, for everyone sticking around, they'll be, uh, we'll be taking care of you and uh, providing room and space for people to hang out sure. and hack and work on projects. So bring a project, bring questions, talk to your colleagues and peers and. And I, and I, uh, I hope that we, uh, we get something out of it. Um, I, I think I can, I've done enough work to believe I can finish it in one evening surrounded by folks and offals, um, at which point, um, yeah, it'll nice. be cool. I think, I think we'll have some, some good results from it that uh, people will be using for uh, years to come. Like, just like they always should. So what was the most exciting, mind-blowing stuff out of WWDC for developers and um, enterprise? Let me go look back. Um, I mean, Vision Pro. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see that Apple has some vision, finally. You can't, but I'm hey, I am racking my brain for what I would do with augmented reality, and I have not come up with something uh, lights lights up anything. You know, well, apparently you can use your your unique iris print to log in now. Well, I thought that was very cool, right? I mean, in a Big Brother dystopian machines are going to kill us kind of way, but it was very <laughs> cool. <laughs> Just like your phone telling you to look up when you're wearing a mask. Yes. Um, so I, I was like, okay, so identity. This is interesting. What can we do here, man? Um, kind of, you know, racking my brain as to how I could do. It. And I, I messed around a little while. Um, and this is maybe something fun we could also chat about at, uh, at night, uh, with photogrammetry. Where you, you take a whole mm. bunch of photos, just normal photos, any camera, don't have to be a fancy camera, don't need LIDAR. Uh, but you just take a boatload of photos, like 500 photos of an object from all angles. Um, and Apple's got some built in tools on the Mac, a command line tool you put this folder full of imagery into and it binds them all together and figures out how it is a 3d object and you get back a little uh, wireframe uh, that you can have wow um, and i and i did this a little bit and there's some there's some apps on ios to do this and you got to pay a couple of bucks and i thought well maybe get an app that would take care of that but then you know talking to tim and other folks the the app Lifestyle is maybe not all that. <laughs> so I'm still kind of kicking around. Could there be something interesting here now that Vision Pro is out there? Have a more immersive environment. Um, I don't think this is any relation to device management identity or enterprise. 
but it is it is kind of cool. And if if you do have any interest in this, um, you could you should definitely check out the photogrammetry. I I did a, a really nice three D model of a mug just by taking a whole bunch of pictures of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> definitely as far as you can get from identity management and uh, Azure or uh, single sign-on, or but uh, very interesting. But uh, to, to somewhat serious answer to your question, I'm very interested in the ACME certificate flows, and in particular, the device attestation that is now on the Mac, the reading of the documentation. Yeah, opening the, the yeah. gateway for WebAuthn. That's really cool. We have a number of, um, of apps uh, that, we, that we write um, that we want to maintain. We want to know a chain of trust. So we've been spending a lot of time because we've got some root level agents. We've got some user level apps. Um, how do you ensure that the right one is talking to the right one? Um, and so we've been going through a fair amount of work of validating signatures of the caller and the sender and all the other bits in between. Um, but having a full-blown device attestation where I can get a statement from Apple saying, hey, um, you know, this in fact is a valid Mac uh, produced you know, by Apple, um, that's, that's big. Uh, we've had that on iOS, and I, I know a few places that have started poking around. Uh, but it was always like iOS is already so locked down. I'm not as concerned about that. Um, what I am concerned is the Mac where anybody can run an application, you know, very easy to, to do man in the middle of attacks or something else like that, right? So how do I ensure that I'm actually talking to the binary? And if this allows us to play nice with corporate and enterprise IT and all that, uh, because if it means just joining and enrolling your Mac and Intune and then Corp will love you, then that's not much of an option for everyone else using every other MDM out there or management software. Mm -hmm. So if we have ways of attesting and cooperating with other systems to going, yeah, this is our chain of trust. This is these are the conditions that you want to ensure are good, then please allow us to log in with our Azure ID or other identity. Or Absolutely. And that's, you know, where your mind goes. And, and I attended a Google conference um, long ago um, where they were talking about enterprise management and things like that. Android has this really nice API where you can just say, am I secure? And then it will come back with, eh, actually, no, you know, your uh, OS is too far out of date or some of these other things. As a, as a developer, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I don't even have to guess. I don't have to know what the late version of the OS is. I just go, hey, I, am I good? Because um, for right. a lot of like the low to medium security applications, um, you know, maybe not Salesforce or maybe not your payroll system, but for checking your email or something like that. Just that kind of like, am I still good check would, would really go a long ways. Definitely. I mean, you could also set up like an entire OS query infrastructure and manage it through a dashboard like Fleet or set up monkey and monkey report. And you could ask random questions with both pieces of software and, and try to figure out if your your um, your device is compliant or good. Absolutely. Um, but uh, anything that helps us <laughs> check off some of these boxes and uh, you know ensure ensure devices are managed or uh, well managed or still in compliance or still just you know sane. Because OS Query Fleet both what you're talking about you know really nice tools. Monkey very nice tool, uh, but you've got to be able to know what the questions to ask right. Um, and that's certainly what we see a lot of, especially with the small to medium accounts. It's like, ah, yeah. this, you know, Mac, uh, NIST uh, security project is really cool, but 
there's three baselines and all of them make my users hate me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> so how do I know where to go next and what to do? And, you know, a lot of folks looking for the easy button, which one keeps maybe developers and employers uh, in business uh, or two, um, you know, uh, give, gives opportunities for, for people to go explore some of the tools and take a look at what um, the, the bigger problem is on mobile, particularly with iOS, you're very limited, right? Um, there's no sense of an agent. You can't be running a, some sort of package or something else like that. You have to be an app. An app is heavily sandboxed. So that was really nice on Android to have this API to just call MI Secure and have it come back with a, a variety of answers that you could then filter, right? If you're like, okay, um, yeah, it's one minor version behind. That's cool. That fits within my envelope of uh, yeah. trust. I'll be able to to do that um, without having to write a whole lot of code to validate that to check it. And that sort of comes back full circle to the declarative device management. If you can set certain parameters that you want to be, you know, good or a certain way, then hopefully that ensures a system on device perhaps that checks and makes sure that these things that you set are good. It doesn't just depend on like a random communication protocol to the MDM server afterwards. Well, and that's something that, and I'm hoping very much for de declarative device management to help here. We're trying to avoid, we don't want to do all these round trips, you know, to say, hey, it's device five wants to sign into app six. Um, let's go take a look at what we got reported on a day ago. It says device five is still good, right? I'd rather do it on device in the flow of things then get true continuous conditional access as opposed to the snapshot I had of this device from a while ago based upon the questions I asked was X. Now, you know, does this matter? Does this match what I'm looking for? Yeah, I really like that for the the compliance and monitoring uh, mm -hmm. that they they gave the example of like checking that file vault is actually enabled before you unzip the SSH keys and, and fire off an SSH connection. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that declarative device management, I think, gives us a lot of tools. Now we need to figure out, you know, how do we turn that into checking your email? <laughs> <laughs> right. And then even more so, the next step is, well, if the user is out of compliance, how do they remediate? How do we let them know? Yeah. Well, we have uh, two uh, MDM sessions uh, scheduled for the afternoon of the first day of Mac DevOps. Uh, Katie English from Jamf uh, Declarative Management and uh, Calvin Lee from uh, Meta talking about Nano MDM. Um, and we hope to have a panel as well afterwards. Hope. I mean, I scheduled it. We're going to have it. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. And uh, yeah, so we can talk about all these new MDM things and whether MDM is doing what we want it to do these days and what's missing. Um, looking forward to that we'll conversation. MDM conference be fantastic yeah i'm very much looking forward on that note i think i got to do a drive-by and go chat with our internal security team who's raising some flags at me. okay well thank you joel <laughs> you stay out of Excited trouble to be here come on down to simon frazier uh you'll love it uh limited tickets are still available <laughs> thanks joel thanks, have a great joel. day <laughs> <laughs> see ya bye see everybody at mac devops thank you for joining us for another mac devops ybr podcast if you enjoyed this episode, consider buying us a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash mdopod. Support and encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community by supporting Mac DevOps. Buy us a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash mdopod. If you're interested in sponsoring the Mac DevOps YVR conference and podcast, 
send an email to hello at mdoyvr.com. Thank you to our fabulous Mac DevOps sponsors. For the 2023 Mac DevOps Conference, we would like to thank HP Anywhere, our gold and graphics recording sponsor. Thank you, HP Anywhere. Visit them at hp.com slash anywhere. Our silver and pre-conference social sponsor is Fleet Device Management. Visit them at fleetdm.com. Our live stream sponsor is PDQ and SimpleMDM. Visit them at simplemdm.com. Thank you so much to all our Mac DevOps 2023 sponsors. We couldn't do it without you. Thanks again. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to our co-hosts. Today's episode was edited by JD Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service. Uh, my brain is mush. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs>